0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey, what's up, guys? Today we are doing another Etsy print-on-demand shop review, so we get to spy on another viewer of the channels uh, Etsy shop see how they've decided to you know go about selling print on-demand products on one of the world's largest e-commerce marketplaces we know that you can achieve a lot of success on Etsy Uh, we've certainly you know done a couple shop reviews where we've looked at some of the people that I don't know if they watch the channel or not but they've experienced you know massive success we're talking like hundreds of thousands of sales and you know it's never too late to start it's harder to achieve those numbers if you don't get an early start but That shouldn't deter anybody from making some passive income online, especially leveraging a marketplace like Etsy. So that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to do a shop review. Let's get started. Real quick reminder, take advantage of the free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. The link is at the top of the description. Two winners are going to be randomly selected and announced tomorrow. So make sure you enter. Also, I've got a free eight-day print-on-demand mini course in the description. All you need is your email and I'll send you one lesson a day. Completely free, and I've got a great print-on-demand Facebook group. I'd love to have you there. All right, let's go take a look at this Etsy shop. All right, here we are on the shop. This is abstract and novelty. I'll put a link in the description in case you guys want to check it out for yourself. And the shop owner is Dave. I like the shop icon, by the way, the uh, animated kind of face thing. Uh, Good use of the banner here on your Etsy shop. Prices have been reduced on all products. Love that. Um, One thing that I would do, though, if you're going to run that is, like, probably just run a sale, right? When you say prices have been reduced. Uh, on Etsy, you know, we can we can bulk reprice our products. I mean, we also can set the price when we initially post them. So what I typically do is I will decide like, hey, I'm going to run 10% off permanently or I'm going to run 20% off permanently. You know, I've experimented with 10, 20, and 30% and um, not really seen that much of a difference cuz ultimately, by the way, I would offset the the sale price by increasing the product pricing by that amount. And uh, the math isn't as easy as you'd expect, but once you got the numbers, um, it's not that hard. So uh, I didn't really see that big of a difference. So I ultimately decided on ten percent because I didn't think it, it was like too flashy. Um, but I mean, yeah. And then ultimately pricing most of my shirts at like nineteen ninety nine for the most part. Uh, but you know, twenty four ninety nine. We know it's Etsy. People will pay twenty five bucks for a shirt. The real barrier between like you becoming one of the top top shops and just being like a normal shop is probably that price difference though, because on Etsy, this did start off, it wasn't Etsy's image like the marketplace where you go and you have people fulfilling the handmade orders and doing it all themselves. And then they opened up their marketplace to, you know, print on demand. And obviously, you've got some people that were drop shipping and whatnot. And I mean, I'm sure there's still drop shippers on Etsy, but um, the, what I'm really getting at is like with print on demand shirts, if we charge, you know, 25 bucks, it's quite a bit more than <clears throat> when we. Are up against people who are doing their own fulfillment, like either from their own home or maybe they have like you know they they maybe they started there and then they upscaled up to a warehouse. In the past, I had had my friend Spencer on and he shared the story of how he was already a top one hundred twenty five Etsy seller, I believe, and then ultimately was able to start a second Etsy shop for just print on demand. The first one was not print on demand; it was um kind of like FBA, let's call it an FBA product, if you will, uh, doing real well with that. And he took what he knew about Etsy and just applied it to print-on-demand. And he already had a warehouse, so he bought some of the print machines and ultimately was crushing it, doing just like tens of thousands of dollars, um, not right away, but within a couple of months, he had scaled up to that level. So it's definitely possible, but he has a huge pricing advantage. Now, that being said, even without the pricing advantage, you're gonna wanna do the, what do we call it, like the price, price hack, you know, the trick where you... Let's say you're selling this uh, black T-shirt right here. You can make, let's say, the black um, small. You know, I probably wouldn't do the best-selling color, so probably not black. But maybe do like the navy uh, and then small, you know, just that one skew. And charge, you know, if you're charging 25 bucks, maybe charge for that one like 15 bucks, So that you at least break even, okay? Or even if you lost a little bit, it'd be okay because then when people see your shop, Or if they see you in search results, they're going to see the lowest price possible. So they'll see the price, even though it's just for the navy size small, they're going to see that $15 price instead of the $25 price. That can make a huge difference, guys. Um, Even though it's a little bit predatory in a way, yes, I get that. I mean, you don't have to do it, but understand that like Etsy does that. Like Etsy built that into their software for a reason, guys. And it's just another edge that you have over everybody that's not doing it if you opt to do it, if you don't opt to do it, well, then you're in the basket with everybody else, right? So um, I always say, just do a little bit more than everybody else, you'll probably be okay, all right? So I I would highly recommend doing that. I do really love your thumbnails, I think they're great. Um, You could even zoom in more on the design. I mean, just keep in mind, like, what percentage of the thumbnail that people see in search results is your design? And then, you know, as long as you can gauge what the product is, like, you can still see it's a T-shirt, even if you crop that and zoom it in a little bit more. Um, That's not me trying to be, you know, Doing a harsh critique or anything like that It's just saying hey you can probably do An even better job because keep in mind man People are buying the design Right that is what they're buying they're not buying the product They're buying the design more or less Um, When you get into Like leggings and whatnot, like I don't I don't sell too many of those so it's hard for me to even Critique it I do like that you've got the Made in the USA though that's a great um, value Proposition and people do typically pay A little bit extra in my experience For anything made in the USA so I love that You've got a little um, icon there Another thing you can do in your um, thumbnails is you can have a little like text fly out and say like on a t-shirt, you can say more colors available. You know, you can do things like that or even on a hat, more colors available. It just adds like that little extra level of professionalism. It's not required at all, but I do see sometimes the top shops doing it. So it's worth considering Uh, just a little like overlay, you know, a little piece of text that flies out from the side and you can put a little piece of text, hey, more colors or more sizes or available on more products contact us you know whatever it is you want to say oh check out these thumbnails that's really cool is that a uh so it's a t-shirt and you've got the color options printed in the usa unisex i typically don't like to say unisex by the way just me personally um but i do really i mean guys check that out that's cool i really like this take on a uh, print on demand product thumbnail so i got to give you the the props there um i'm really like i'm feeling these you guys see what i'm pointing to these right here I really think that's a great, um, a great thumbnail because it blows up the design. You can see it's a T-shirt, and then you're also showing the design to the left of it. So I'm all about that one. I think that's great. Oh, your mugs, your mugs are really um, well done as well. Loving the thumbnails, they pop, man. The the background color alone, they pop. All right, we're not even getting to like the design yet. We're just talking about the background color because I mean, I, I'm not trying to harp on this too much, but like seriously, a customer does a keyword search, and they see a hundred options. How do they decide to choose yours over your competitors? They scroll, and subliminally, their brain is getting hooked on whatever's catching their eye initially and at least making them look because, I mean, they can scroll right past a bunch of products without ever stopping to look. So I'm really loving these, like, gradient backgrounds you're doing because you're not just doing solid color, too. It's obvious you're doing a gradient, and I think they look really nice. Like, even with the ones that look like solid color, I can tell. But I think you're doing a great job as far as, like, framing your products, uh, generally speaking, um, now speaking to my personal experience on Etsy, like I had way more success selling t-shirts than I did mugs, uh, do with that what you will. Like, I think you can charge $20 for a mug. No problem. And I, by the way, I love the game boy design here. That's hilarious. Uh, why, as to why you only have 32 sales? Well, for one, like, I definitely think you should run a sale. That's another thing that'll help you stand out in search results. So definitely run a sale. That's something that easy to do. Even if it's for 5% off, you know what I mean? And you can offset your prices as needed. So, running a sale, I would definitely do. Um, One thing I'll say is you got a lot of, like, very generic designs. um, Like, you know, 50th Birthday or, you know, Game... I mean, the Game Boy I thought was hilarious. But um, I would just challenge you to also focus on more niche designs. I, like And then it's like, oh, well, what do I do? And it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't know why. but Was it your shop or was it somebody else's I just saw? They had like a Bigfoot design. I think it was somebody else's actually. Um, but they, yeah, it was somebody else's. I remember why. It was somebody that was like trying to spam my Facebook group and I had to remove them. But I clicked the link just to see what they were selling. And the first design up in their shop was actually a good one in the Bigfoot niche. And even though we've seen the same design over and over again, it's been done a thousand times. But like it was a really good design. Like it used a sunset, you know, the the standard design, right? And it was in that same niche that we know makes sales all day year round. And it's like, if you can stock your shop with products like that, I mean, if I had it, I can, I would pull up the shop. Let me, let me see. All right, this, I found the shop just for you guys. I wanted you to see what I was talking about. So look up here above my head. It's the Bigfoot design, the sunset, and it just says expert in social distancing. There's nothing crazy about the design. Like hopefully we all know how to execute this style of design. If you don't know how, please consider getting a subscription to all sunsets. It's like 30 something dollars for a year. So you're paying like $3 a month. It's nothing. I'll put a link in the description. You can make that back very easily. Uh, if you can just stock your shop with stuff like this, like expert in social distancing, Bigfoot shirt, do some decent keywords. The design's easy. You're already killing it on the thumbnails. Run a sale. Run a sale. You're, that's how you make regular sales on etsy at least that's how i was doing it all right like it's a good niche and it's not super generic like you've got a lot of super super generic um products in your shop i mean for instance like leggings like how do you even accurately describe leggings i'm not trying to say you're not going to be successful selling leggings but like people like themes like they they like you know year of the tiger yoga leggings okay there you go that's an actual theme and we know that was like trending big time in january so i like that um do not pet the brontosaurus or rocks I don't know what that's from. I mean, maybe I, I'm not claiming to know every single trend, but, like, I would challenge you to be in more, like, actual, actual, um, actual trends. Like, these are, like, very high-level, very generic T-shirts. Like, I I personally, if, like, you know, we're watching my YouTube channel, so I'll just let you know. Like, I didn't sell very many of these. Um, Let's Go Darwin is something that we know was a trend, and it was, like, a very niche trend for a period of time. Now, I mean, I'm not telling you to like trend chase only because that is is a trend, but that's the type of design where you had a realistic expectation of making a sale as opposed to uploading like future dad, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a future dad design. It's just, man, you're you got so much competition right away. So, you know, it's going to be a roll of the dice if you're not advertising whether or not you're going to get a sale there, you know, so do what's within your control. Uh, to just set yourself apart from the major, major masses. You know, oh, future dad. Okay, you're you're competing with thousands of people, right? Um, do something more, like like I said, the Bigfoot design. I mean, this guy, he's spamming my Facebook group, so he's probably not the most intelligent. Or I don't want to say that. It's a mean thing to say, right? But I hate when people scam. Like, if you're going to sell your T-shirts, why go to a group of T-shirt sellers to try to sell T-shirts, right? It's not not that smart, all right? And I had to remove him. But this is his shop, and I'm just saying, I like this as a shirt. I like this as a shirt idea, okay? This is just something that came to mind as an immediate example that I wanted to provide as like, it's an evergreen, it sells year-round, it's not a trend, and it's it's well-established. We don't have to guess if it's gonna be, you know, popular or not, we know it's popular. Whereas, like, you know, floral blue leggings, like, I, I doubt that, you know what I mean, floral blue leggings, if they want those, are they gonna go to Etsy or are they gonna go to Amazon where they'll get them for like a quarter of the price, right? Um... I'm not old, I'm classic. Like, this is a good design right here. Um, The niche, I don't know that the niche is doing well or not. We know that there's that one shirt on Merch by Amazon that absolutely crushes it. But is there an actual, like, niche behind this? I don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But also, keep in mind, this has been done to death. Because everybody sees that bestseller on Merch by Amazon every time they go looking. So just, you know, what do I always say? Like, zig while other people zag. Like, just be a little bit contrarian. Because I think you're niche selection is the biggest thing standing between you and being like more successful on Etsy. Thank you guys for watching this video. Before I wrap it up, I wanted to remind you, I have a full print-on-demand course walking you through exactly how I make six-figure print-on-demand sales every single year. It'll get you started to start, scale, and automate your print-on-demand business. If you would like to learn more, there's a link in the description. Guys, thank you for watching. Please like, please subscribe. Please let me know in the comments below your thoughts on the shop that we just took a look at. How can they improve? And what did you like? What did you not like? Let me know. All right, guys, thank you for watching, though. I'll see you tomorrow with the new top five niches of the week.